This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFOs over Washington. In this case, we're talking about Washington State. Now, if you go to my Twitter account, UFO Warning, and you can link there from the uh, Anchor website, but it's Warning Sub UFO. I retweeted a uh, short video of a what, what appears to be a fleet of UFOs, and um, you can go on there and find that video. Now, before I get into that, I just want to say I did try to do a little research and find out more exactly about where this video was shot at. It appears as though it was uploaded to, I believe, TikTok. Uh, originally tweeted, and I'll find the user's name here in a minute, and I just went ahead and retweeted it. And I'll play that for you. I think the narration on it is pretty decent. But I haven't been able to find anything about it written online. And I think that's what happens sometimes with these uh, UFO encounters. Unless they really get traction somehow on YouTube, they just, uh, they don't, if, they, if they don't go viral, they don't get the attention they deserve. But before I get into that, we know we've been talking about these possible UFO fleets actually uh, here to observe us. And you have to wonder, this happened, I believe it said somewhere around the Seattle area. It looks like it looks like it's on a coastal area where these UFOs were sighted at. But just to give you an idea, Seattle seems to be still, or even Washington in general, still seems to be pretty draconian, draconian in their COVID lockdown. Now, we get a really this thing is getting more and more politicized by the day, in my opinion. It looks as though uh, the people on the left, the people who really dislike Trump, I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure why, but, you know, we've heard of this thing called Trump derangement syndrome. And that's what this COVID thing seems to be taking on a life of its own, where it's just a way to act out, to be angry. And to just try to throw a, a, a wrench in the gears because you're angry about who got elected. And it is literally impossible to find any kind of genuine uh, neutral reporting on this whole COVID thing in any of the newspapers. Everything, as far as I'm concerned, the numbers are completely jacked up. And everything is just so biased against reopening our economy and for people getting back to work. And I almost wonder if these things aren't here just to watch us destroy ourselves. I don't know what their role is, but there has been an uptick leading up to this event. And now as we seem to be at a pivotal time where something major seems like it's going to happen in the next week or so. Either we're going to get this globe, and this is a global thing, off a of lockdown. Or we're going to be looking at purge night because food shortages are coming and when food shortages turn into food outages, that's when the real trouble begins. Now, this article here from the Seattle Times says, Coronavirus Daily News Updates, May 10th, what to know today about COVID-19 in the Seattle area. 
Washington State and the nation. It says all passengers traveling through Seattle Tacoma International Airport will be required to wear cloth face coverings starting May 18th to slow the spread of coronavirus, the Port of Seattle announced Saturday evening. Well, they make these statements, slow the spread of coronavirus, and they make these idiotic statements that, as far as I can see, are just transparent attempts to control human behavior. There's no way they have any idea if wearing cloth masks is going to do anything. Some of these viruses are so small, it's quite likely they just travel through a cloth mask with no problem whatsoever. I mean, they travel around your bloodstream, for crying out loud. The requirement also applies to airport workers, including Port of Seattle employees and airport visitors who aren't flying, people who can't tolerate facial coverings for medical reasons, as well as very young children, will be exempt. Well, if anybody's exempt, doesn't that just kind of kill your whole contagion claim? I mean, come on. Some Washington residents say they've been subjected to threats and harassment after reporting businesses possibly violating Governor Jay Inslee's stay-home order. Now, this is a very dangerous situation that's being set up here, where the government or the governor makes some kind of draconian uh, statement, an executive order, and people are sick and tired of it, and they ignore it, and then some little uh, communist snitch comes along and reports them. And now we've heard reports of those snitches being outed, doxxed, and so you can start to see this uh, extreme power tr struggle uh, begin to develop here where you have people who want to return to a sense of normalcy and just live their lives while you have, uh, well, what I call commie snitches who want to control people. This whole fear-mongering, and sadly the president has engaged in this as much as anybody, this fear-mongering has unleashed uh, such a such a spirit of paranoia and evil, quite frankly, across this nation that it's setting up a conflict between people who want to enjoy life and live life because we understand how short life is and people who want to live their life controlling others because they feel this lack of control within themselves. So they want to externalize their lack of control. They want to, they want to exercise their own demons by... By just messing with somebody else, man. It goes on and says, Some Washington residents say they've been subjected to threats and harassment after reporting businesses possibly violating Governor Jay Inslee's stay-home order. The threats came after some groups hostile to the coronavirus's restrictions, including the Washington Three Percenters, publicized the names, emails, and phone numbers of complainants' information obtained through public records. More cases of COVID-19, the illness caused by the virus, are confirmed every day. Well, this is more bunk because we know now that they are over-reporting. Pretty much, if the doctor thinks you have a temperature, you're COVID. That's what we've been told. The Washington State Department of Health announced 286 new cases, bringing the state total to 16,674. So then it goes on and on here. And then it says uh, they'll be giving updates. So what I see from this article from the Seattle Times is just uh, another exercise by the mainline, mainline news and controlling people through paranoia and fear. But what's different about this is that they're finally recognizing the fact 
that there is a sea change on the horizon. There's a wave of people who just want to live life. And some of these people are angry enough now that they are disclosing who the snitches are. In other words, if you're going to rat at your neighbor and cause that person to go to jail or pay a huge fine, we're going to know that you did it. This is America. This is not communist China. This is not Soviet Russia. And what this is creating is a point of conflict. Now, if we add into this point of conflict food shortages, chronic unemployment, and people forced being, being people being forced to stay in their houses, this thing has a chance to boil over into the streets and be real problems. And uh, I lost a lot of respect for Sean Hannity the other day when I saw that he made a comment that that uh, protesters in Michigan shouldn't threaten uh, lawmakers by uh, wearing guns into the uh, state house or something to that effect. But you know, these people have been, have been pushed to the limit. And maybe this outward demonstration of firepower will be enough. Hopefully there won't end up being a shooting incident from this. But Hopefully these government officials will come to their senses and stop this nonsense before before the food riots start, before something terrible does happen. Because once that match is lit, I really fear for the safety of the normal, everyday citizen out there. Because if a conflict is unleashed, I'm afraid it's not going to be anything organized. We don't have a George Washington. This thing could go full nuclear where you have just an absolute reign of terror, more like the French Revolution. I mean, I guess I get Handy's point in a way, but in another way, I think he needs to work a little bit harder at diffusing what the government actors are doing more than what, say, some some um, people who are simply demonstrating their right to carry are doing. At any rate, it's almost as if you can feel uh, just a wave of negative energy rising up as we now enter our third month of this crazy scamdemic lockdown. We know that their food shortages are coming because slaughterhouses have been, uh, many of them have, have been shut down. Uh, we know that food's being destroyed, not just vegetables, uh, milk being dumped, and Animals that were ready to go to market instead of being processed in slaughterhouses because the slaughterhouses were closed. Those animals literally were, in many cases, shot in the head and buried in landfills. And you can find the pictures yourself online. So this is the backdrop that we have to these fleets of UFOs now being spotted across the country. And you have to wonder, you know, we talk about SETI picking up alien signals. But, you know, there's also a lot of talk out there about how just how human thoughts leave your, literally leave your brain in the form of uh, protons or photons and escape into the outer space. I mean, there, if you do any kind of research into string theory at all, and, and you know, I'm not a scientist, but at least we can understand this on on a layman's level, that we know that the universe is pretty much connected. And that we as humans are part of that universe. The very cells of our body uh, act as little radio transmitters. 
the very thoughts in our mind are transmitted through the energy that we that we produce, the energy that we give off. Our thoughts actually take on life, and it's a constant stream of these photons back and forth between the universe, between deep space, and ourselves even. So there's this connectedness. If there is life out there, if there is some type of setting energy out there, even if it's extra-dimensional, it seems like big events like what's going on now, this being a global lockdown, where you have literally billions of people that have been put under extreme duress, extreme stress. The way I see this is, is that right now, is in almost no other time, maybe since World War II, uh, you know, with with uh, with the g- different genocides that were going on there, has there been so much um, negative feeling, negative intention, and fear leaving the the minds of of man? It's like the planet has become a giant radio signal. Perhaps all the stress that we've been put under, that we are thinking about is escaping our minds as a giant SOS that's traveling at the speed of light or possibly faster than the speed of light across the expanses of the universe. And maybe these guys are showing up here because they're like, hey, what's going on? There's something about to happen. I really believe that we have almost reached a tipping point of negative energy. This thing that I'm sorry to say that Trump has un unlock this Pandora's box. It's almost as if he was sitting in this room and he was presented with the notion that he had to open this box to save the world, that if he didn't, we were all going to possibly die. They've, they've, actually, they've actually just tricked him into open up the box a little bit, just lock him down a little bit. But what he didn't realize was is that doing this a little bit his actions were going to result into a global pandemic, not of a flu virus, but a global pandemic of tyranny. That's correct, a global pandemic of tyranny. And it seems like, I almost believe, that there's such a feeling of angst going up to the heavens that maybe these things are attracted to that. Now, they could be attracted in a good way, but there could be something much worse going on here. That global angst that we feel rising to the heavens could be like blood smell going up to turkey buzzards. You have to wonder if these things are just circling around waiting till somebody goes crazy enough to commit some terrible act, which results in a bigger, worse act, which eventually turns into some sort of global purge where they could come in and actually take over. I don't know, but it does feel like we are on the precipice of going one way or the other. I guess we'll have to see. Now, as I looked these up, and I wanted to kind of see what was going on in Washington, I did find an interesting article published on K-O-M-O-N or K-O-M-O news.com como news.com and this this came out Tuesday January 17th 20 January 7th 2020 so just a a few months ago it says uh, 
Macoma News Staff, Davenport, Washington. Some 194 sightings were reported in Washington State last year, about one every 45 hours on average, according to the National UFO Reporting Center. That's greater than 160 observations reported in Washington in 2018. So you can see here we've gone from 160 to 194 and reflects a worldwide upturn in sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena, as the U.S. military now terms these reports. The National UFO Reporting Center, based in Davenport, Washington, receives reports from all around the world, but says it makes no claims as to the validity of the information in any of these reports. Quote, obvious hoaxes have been omitted, however, most reports have been posted exactly as received in the author's own words, the center says. We hope that this information will, be prove, will prove to be useful to the general public and the UFO community at large. The center reports that Washington State has the third largest number of total sightings in the database behind California number one and Florida number two. The reports from the Evergreen State are diverse. Many describe triangular or cigar-shaped objects, spheres, lights, discs, fireballs, and even formations of multiple objects. The reports came from all over the state at all times of the day and night. Some sightings lasted only two or three seconds, while others continued for several minutes or, in rare cases, an hour or more. Some experts, some excerpts from those reports. March 24th, nighttime sighting of pulsating orange light off the Washington coast at Ocean Shores. Quote, I could see a particularly bright red pulsing light stationary toward the west over the ocean. I awakened my wife and I told her she has to see this. By the time she got up and was observing it, it had doubled in magnitude. This was orange, red, and began pulsing. We both were in amazement, and several minutes of getting it progressively brighter, all of a sudden, it got very bright, then completely just vanished. I am a retired school teacher, and my wife, a real estate agent, and are rational people, but this was as clear as it could be. We have not seen anything like it before over the ocean at night here at our beach home. That's pretty interesting. Now, that would have been March 24th, about a year before all this stuff happened. Now, here's January 13th. Nighttime encounter with a 17 to 20 foot tall alien robot. This shows you a little bit of the diversity of these reports. It says, at a large business campus in Federal Way, I was sitting in my car while my dogs were out for a run. About 100 yards away, I saw colored lights up in the trees. In that same glance, I saw my dogs very rapidly running back and forth while jumping and running repeatedly. I could tell it was something standing there. Quick, I quickly concluded was some kind of machine or a robot. It had a large, it had a large round red light in the center of its head on the right side, and a bit lower was a round, medium-dark blue light. On the left side was a green light and a white-yellow light. The robot was taller than the trees. The robot was looking for something, and it swayed gently from side to side, with each step. You know, sometimes with these robot sightings, and there's been a few of them, you have to wonder if this just isn't another case of some sort of UFO AI trying to trying to fit in in the most 
I guess, craziest way imaginable. You know, you wonder if this thing wasn't traveling somewhere through space and picked up transmissions of television shows from 1960 or something. Pack that information away in its database somewhere, and when it lands here in the planet Earth, it tries to fit in and goes back to this database the AI does and randomly brings up this notion of a robot, and that's how it fits in because it somehow has related to robots, to space travel, and, and maybe thinks this is what humans will recognize as something familiar. I don't know. It's really, it's really strange to me. Now, here's one from February 28th, sighting of a multicolored triangle in Lakewood at about 4 a.m. I was outside with my dog. When I see a light hovering behind the trees, it slowly starts moving from the trees, and it's orange, blinking quickly. Suddenly, once I had full view, it started blinking a weird pattern of green and red, and moved to the east of me behind a building. Five minutes later, I saw a very bright light approaching me, super slowly at treetop level. It flew right above me, and it was a triangle. It had red and green flashing light, and it almost looked transparent. If all lights were off, you wouldn't be able to see it. I've never seen anything like this before, but I've got a warm feeling from it. No fear. Welcome visitors with love. Don't be afraid. Well, that's interesting. Sometimes people do seem to have positive reactions to this thing. And, you know, I'm not sure if that's something that that means anything or not. I mean, these things are powerful enough to get here. They're powerful enough, I suppose, to to implant an idea in a person's head. Now, there are a bunch of different sightings here on this site, and we could go through some of them at a later date. But what I see in common here is that these are like the typical UFOs that we've seen a lot, whether the robot's a little off, but I'm talking about the triangles, the different shaped things. But the past month or two, the past couple of months with this lockdown thing, repeatedly we're seeing these fleets. And there's not really they're not really interacting with people. I mean, it's just that they're there observing. They don't seem to be too interested and whether we're watching them or not. But they have the commonality of being in fleets. Now, I want to go to the Twitter page here real quick if I can find it. And, oh, hang on. Now, before I play this, I want to play the woman narrating it because I think it just adds a bit of not, a, a bit of authenticity to it. And I would encourage you to go over to my Twitter account and watch it. Like I said, it looks like a TikTok video to me. It's 45 seconds long. She's standing here. She's looking up at kind of a a low mountain ridge or hill ridge, whatever you want to call it. A lot of pine trees. And it seems like they're kind of in like a little inlet area maybe. And people had left comments that, well, there's birds or there had been a flyover. Now, at the very beginning of the video, you can see a couple of large, probably seabirds. They're flying off to the left. But that's not what interests me. What interests me is a five or six or seven of these, uh, they almost look like disc-shaped objects that zoom from left to right across the screen. They seem to me to be going way too fast to be even military aircraft. And it seems like this woman would have recognized that they were military aircraft. They're not flying in that kind of a formation. They're not, these craft aren't acting in that way. 
but it's a pretty clear video. It hasn't got uh, a lot. I mean, it looks like it's had 24 re retweets, 18 comments, and 89 likes. So I don't think this thing has gone viral yet. And I don't know. Maybe somebody will put it up on YouTube. I think one person did. Uh, it was a smaller channel. and I'm not sure what it would take for this thing to go viral, but it's definitely worth looking at. Now I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play the video a little bit here so you can listen to this woman's comments. I really wish I had a better camera. Todd, can you see this? You, you should get off the phone and videotape this, Todd. Now right there she's talking and this... It's not. Todd, what is this? There's four videos, and one of them is just screaming across the sky. Four, four UFOs you can see, or five, and one just screaming across the sky. I can't see it on my camera on my phone when I look at it, but I can see it to look at the sky. Uh-uh. It's like, you guys, that's the weirdest flipping thing. Yeah, you can watch the video, and you see, you see these um, four or five... Um, like I said, almost like, almost like, maybe cylinder disc-shaped objects. It's a ways off. You can't really tell exactly. I mean, somebody could argue, okay, well, those are airplanes. are just a long ways away. But there's a group flying from left to right across the screen, and then there's another one below that just screams across the screen and then slows down at a fairly slow speed while the others catch up. It's like they're. It's like they're assuming a formation, okay? And it reminds me a lot of the orb videos that we see. The only difference is, is that these you have a you have a cluster moving together in one direction from from left to right, and then you have the one the one on the bottom that is just racing from left to right. I, I just you know, I can't see any way that it, this thing could be a man-made craft. It's covering such a vast distance in just a few seconds. So I would say, take a look at that. It's it's interesting that all this stuff, all this stuff is happening more and more. The more this COVID uh, lockdown goes on, it seems like the more we see of these UFO fleet sightings. Now, like I said, are they here to help? Are, or are they here just to pick up the dry bones that are left over? Who knows? But it's definitely a phenomenon. It's happening. People are beginning to uh, videotape it. And I just have to wonder how many of these things are being kept off of YouTube even. I don't know. Either, I know there's a lot of censoring that's going on there. Maybe there's, a connect, maybe there's a connection between these and the current situation we have. I don't know but I think it's definitely worth looking into. Once again, go to the Twitter account. You can watch the video there. And while you're over there, go ahead and give me a follow, and I'll give you a follow back. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.